Welcome to another episode of House Money. I am Richon Jones, your host, your wealth creating realtor. I'm an associate broker with Presidio Real Estate, the GDP group in Draper, Utah, just outside of Salt Lake. And I'm excited to bring you this episode to introduce you to a couple of people who are have started a unique business to help you as a homeowner or an investor increase your opportunity for cash flow and opportunity. If you remember my episode a couple of weeks ago with Tyler Huxford, he was talking about looking for properties where you can create multiple options or where there are multiple options to create cash flow and other opportunities. Our guests today are going to are going to talk more about that specifically accessory dwelling units or ADUs. So I'm going I'm going to introduce you to them or have them introduce themselves actually. So Jerem, uh, tell us who you guys are here and what you guys do. Excellent. So me and Debbie, uh, we run a company that's called Build to Rent. And the idea is that we build these accessory dwelling units right there in your yard. And so there's a space that we can help you create additional income through there. Uh, or if you just need a place to put mom, you know, as she's getting a little older and you want family close by, uh, that's one of those things that we can totally help you with. But as far as creating wealth and creating additional options to solve some problems in your life, that's really what we're focused on. I love that. ADUs have become such a such a hot topic, particularly in the Salt Lake area in the last maybe what, year or two, three years maybe. Um, just let's let's just start from the beginning. What what is an what is an accessory dwelling unit? And what is it exactly? Do you want to handle that? Um, yeah, it's just a second uh, a second dwelling unit on your property. Um, often, I mean, a lot of people have basements. That's kind of a standard Utah thing is to have a finished basement with an apartment in it. Um, but, but it can be anywhere on your property. The ones that we do are primarily are detached. We can make them attached for the city because every city kind of has their own rules about that. Um, but it just, it's just a second dwelling unit on your property. Often, uh, most municipalities require it to be owner occupied in order to officially call it an accessory dwelling unit. Um, but you still can, there's some workarounds on that too. Yeah. One thing we face here in Utah is we they're just there's more people here than there is housing available. And it, it's it's not a new problem. We've been trying to solve it for you know decades, but it really we really saw that exacerbated during during COVID when uh, every all of a sudden people could work anywhere and work from home. And we, we saw a lot of inflow or in net migration as well. Um, so ADUs have been a hot topic. Jerem, tell us about the the law that was recently passed in Utah affecting ADUs and maybe how that filters down into different municipalities. Every every city has their kind of their own rules, but there is sort of this overarching legislation kind of governing that. Can you talk about that? Yeah, correct. I think it was October of 2021. So it's been really recent. Um, the state of Utah passed a law that said the cities have to allow accessory dwelling units. And so a lot of the cities just got on board. They created the rules and, and they put it out there. Um, some cities are still a little tougher. You know, their they're requirements are a little more stringent, but that's kind of our job is to, you know, like if you wanted one, you just tell us what city you're in. And then we dig into all those codes, figure out what's going to work and then help you create that process um, so that so that you can get it. But yeah, Utah is, as a state, very friendly towards these things. I love that. Can you I mean, in your own experience and research here, are there are there certain cities that have been more friendly, easier to work with than others? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Salt Lake particularly is really, really trying to make that more doable. Um, they've they've passed a lot of different options, and and even the ones that um, maybe if you don't quite qualify, then there's there's other um, exceptions that they'll give you. Um, so they're really trying to work with it, trying to keep 
uh, and especially things like the, uh, the detached ADUs in the backyard. They allow you to keep the character of the city as it is while still adding more units of housing. And so they've been very accommodating about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I, a lot of the homeowners I talk to right now, they're, hey, my interest rate's so low, I'm not going to sell this house. But, you know, if there's a way to create some more income, I, I love that. If someone's standing on their back porch this morning or whenever they're listening to this episode, they're looking out their backyard. How big are these things that you're building? I mean, if they're looking at their space going, man, do I have enough space to do this? Uh, do you build different sizes? Or I mean, what, what should they be looking at in terms of does this, does this make sense for me? So, yeah, we do have some different options. Um, but the option that we have that is the best bang for your buck is about 300 square feet. And because for the price that you pay and then the rent that you get, it just it maximizes everything. Mm -hmm. And so. So that square footage, that's that is 14 by 26. And then you have to have um, it has to be five feet from any property line, most everywhere and 10 feet from any building. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't take a ton of space. Um, we can do them, you know, significantly larger than that, of course, but that's, that's the prime size that gets you, yeah. gets you the most you can get. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was just agreeing. I could also throw out, we do have, um, a lender that's local that yeah, knows so what we're doing. Of it. Yeah. How, how yeah, does, yeah. But it's not, you not like you're buying a house. I mean, you're, you're basically, you're building something. Um, so it's probably not a typical loan, but how, yeah. Talk about the financing of that, how that works. Cool. So I'm not a mortgage professional. That's why we brought one on. And so, yeah, somebody that's very familiar with our product and what we do and has different options for getting people into this, because our goal here is to be able to get you into one of these units without cash out of pocket. You know, mm -hmm. there might be like some permitting and some things like that in the beginning, but you don't have to fund this whole thing yourself. You can get it financed. And then with the cash flow that comes in, you're actually making positive money every month. And so in a lot of situations, as long as you're fine having some renters in the backyard, it's just, I mean, it's easy. You just jump in, you start making money. Mm -hmm. It's And all rental is, is location-based, but our rents are location-based. But it, as you start to have these things pop up in, you know, different areas of Salt Lake, Utah County area, um, what are people typically seeing as far as rents that they're getting for these? Are, are they, do, can they do short-term rentals or do they have to be long-term? And if they are long-term, what sort of rental rates have you been seeing? Short term kind of depends on your city. Um, every city has its own rules on that. Um, one option that's really nice if you're not allowed short term rentals, but you want that more, it's a little more hands on when you do shorter term, but you tend to get a little higher rate of return is uh, midterm. So you can rent to like traveling nurses, other professionals, you rent for three months at a time, maybe, and you rent it furnished and you get a lot more then you get usually about 30% more, isn't it? Um, than the average going rent. And you tend to have a higher quality of tenant um, because, because they are already of a, usually a higher income or often um, you can get uh, companies that need to house their employees. And then you can just have a running contract with a company. And so your tenant might be rotating, but but your contract is with one specific company. And that also tends to give you a higher rate of return. Um, so, uh, but with residential, I don't think there's anywhere in Utah or Salt Lake County that you rent for under a thousand or 1100 for a one bedroom. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I mean, that's as we, as we have clients that go out and are, are making that rent versus buy decision, 
um, yeah, they come back and say, yeah, I mean, my one bedroom apartment, my two bedroom apartment, here's the price in all of the various locations. And it's, it's, yeah, I don't think I've seen anything under a thousand dollars or I've been told of anything under a thousand dollars for quite some time now. What's your guys' background? I mean, how'd you get into this? Um, tell me, tell me about that. Okay. Yeah. We're both real estate investors and we're both contractors. And, um, so we've, we've flipped a pile of houses. We've done some other different kinds of projects and, I just remember Debbie one night was like, we should look at this. We should look at these ADUs. And we started talking about it and realized, holy cow, there is a niche and a need. And we are both well qualified to jump into this. So we just hit it and, and here we are pushing on this thing and, and uh, helping people get into these affordable houses and make some income. I love that. So are these, are these like uh, prefabricated things? Or are you guys building them from the ground up and designing them with the owner or, or either one? A little bit of both, actually. Um, we have a company that builds the shell, and they can either build it prefabbed and, and set it up on site and just bring it in on a truck, mm -hmm. or um, or they can build it on site if the the site maybe has some grade issues or or you don't have the access that you need. Um, but then we do so we do the foundation and the utilities and all of that, and then they bring in the shell, and then we finish off the inside. So you have a little bit of the best of both worlds, I think. Mm -hmm. Are you are you working with the owners then on you know customization inside as far as you know countertops, cabinets, you know flooring, things like that? Are you giving we like provide some stuff? different options? Uh -huh. Yeah, we like to keep things reasonably simple so that we can make sure that prices stay in line and that we can deliver quality product. But yeah, there's definitely some different options, and so it can have a really good look according to what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. What I mean, let's talk price a little bit. We talked about the lending a little bit. I mean. Can you, can you give us some numbers, maybe on your, your, that 14 by 26, 300 square foot unit? Um, I mean, what's your typical range on something like that? So you're looking about a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars and then it would be plus the cost of hooking up the utilities. Cause every house is different there. Yeah. And so we can't just throw a number out on that one. Um, yeah, we keep those pretty low though, because, um, we don't go out into the road. You, you attach it to the existing utilities on the right. property. So people hear the utilities and it sounds a little scary if you've done much, um, you know, development at all. Yeah. Um, but it's significantly cheaper than a new build with utilities. Mm -hmm. So are you, you're, so one, one gas meter, one, one water meter for, for the entire property, then you're, yeah. you're looking into that. And most cities prefer that you can add a separate electric meter. Um, most cities will allow you if you want your, your other unit to be on a separate electric meter. Um, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So, so once the, so these things are like, they're, they've got a foundation to them and everything, or are they, how are you, how are you, how are you building them from the foundation? Yeah, so we do have a foundation. So it's a permanent structure. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's like a small house. Like it's it's the whole thing. And it's also, as far as the inside is concerned, it's a it's a full bath, a full kitchen, your own bedroom. So it's not a studio, um, and it's not this tiny appliances. Like it's it's all full. You know, it's it's comfortable and cozy. I guess you could say <laughs> it's small, mm -hmm. but it's it's everything you need to live comfortably there. Sure. So. And, and Debbie, you mentioned the mid the midterm rental. That's I think that's the, probably the most popular question I get right now is, hey, I don't really want to do the nightly rental thing either because of rules and regulations or just you know I don't want to be in there cleaning it every you know every other night. Um, but I'm not sure I want a long term tenant in there. You know I I've, I've got family coming for the holidays and I want to be able to have a space for them. And so this idea of mid rental um, I think has become very popular, especially especially here locally. Um, where where have you found where have your clients been finding information on um, how best to do that, how best to do the midterm rentals. 
Do you have any, do you have any information there on that? There are a couple of websites that are nice to work with, and I suddenly, I'm going to have to look <laughs> that up real quick and get back <laughs> to you because I have it in my phone. But um, there are a couple of websites that do a really good job. They're kind of like an Airbnb, but for midterm rentals. Um, and so they'll hook you up with the with clients and, and help you make those connections. But honestly, I've had a lot of luck just calling, you know, what do you have near you? Do you have a big hospital? Do you have a prison? Do you have a big manufacturing plant? Do you have, you know, um, any of those kinds of things? Is there a big construction project going on? You can just call these companies and find out if they're looking for housing. So if you want to get a little more into it, you can start making the calls yourself. But there are some really easy to use websites. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, I love this. I mean, for me, it's, it's a matter of, again, it, it's, it's almost like the, like a first step into real estate investing. Okay. I, I own my house. I'm living in it. I don't know if I want to own like a whole separate property with you know, property management and all the things. Um, but it really gives people an option of, you know, in their own home, like I said, adding, adding some income to it and, and being able to, to be able to maximize the, the value of the home that they currently have. And I imagine once they go to sell a home, I, we probably haven't seen quite enough turnover yet to have enough data, but I imagine when someone goes to sell that home, that that becomes very valuable, especially in our market right now. Um, almost, almost every buyer I'm working with right now because of rates and prices and payments is looking for something where they can create some income off of it. Um, so I imagine that as a seller, you're probably recapturing a good amount, if not more value than what you're putting into these things that, is that what you've seen so far? Yes, yes, yeah. There's there's different ways to look at it, and people will, will value things differently. But uh, I haven't seen any valuation that gives you less like um, value for your property than what you would put into one of these units. Especially when you think about appreciation on the back end. If you're going to have this for a few years, and you know before you sell your property or if you stay for a long time, uh, there's just a lot of good upside as far as the value is concerned. Mm -hmm. Have yeah. you seen investors using this as well? I mean, uh, not only on their primary residence, but um, maybe again, zoning and regulation, making sure we're all good there. But you know, maybe a family, maybe a property that's already zoned multi, maybe there's already a, a triplex or a fourplex sitting on the property, and maybe there's additional room. I, I mean, have you seen that? Have you seen investors come through like that as well? Yeah, we've looked at some properties. So um, basically, with if you're non owner opt, if it's an investment property, it just depends on what's it zoned for. So it, it, and square footage of the property itself. So yeah, if you have a have a duplex and you've got the space, you can add in it and make it a triplex um, or or bigger. And Salt Lake actually has something what they call cottage zoning, which mm. allows you to put multiple small units on the same property. So if you've got an older house in in Salt Lake that has, still has a good size lot, um, you can actually add multiple units to make a, a cottage zoning. Um, and so that, that, that is, definitely has the potential and that midterm rental, the, the best one is called furnishedfinder.com. And it's, it's really easy to work with. It's like any other rental site. Um, and, and we've gotten good results with them. And one thing about, you were saying something about with the resale value and stuff. If you, as soon as you have, um, an ADU on, in most mortgage companies in Utah will immediately allow for market rent. So if you want to qualify for a house and you're trying to get a mortgage um, and in it has a two bedroom unit, which standard rental maybe is 1800 a month for a two bedroom unit, you can add that 1800 a month into your ratios, even mm -hmm. if you have never rented it with yeah. most 
um, banks. With the midterm and short-term rentals, you do have to show a little bit of history. But if if you've got it and once you start showing a little history, then when you go to sell it, that increases the value of that property significantly. Sure. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. We've been yeah, properties with ADUs where we have been able to use the income or potential income off of those to you know help offset DTIs with the higher rates and payments. Um, it's definitely been a blessing for, for a number of my buyers. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, I, I love this. I mean, I, I love the opportunity to, again, maximize something maybe I already own, or if I'm looking at a property, whether it's a primary residence or an investment property, just knowing that I've got something here that, okay, like I, I looked at, I, I looked at a property in Salt Lake a couple of months ago, and it was a, um, it, it had a, it was a main level unit. They had converted the basement to an apartment. They had, they had turned the attic into a studio loft. So it was already set up for, you know, three, three living spaces all, all together. And the lot was so deep and there were actually utilities plumbed all the way to the back of the lot for something like this. And I looked at that property and went, man, there's gotta be a way to, to make this into a, a four property unit or four, you know, four unit property. And I, I, if I had known you were doing this six months ago, I would have bought that property in a heartbeat because we would have dropped something on there and, you know, away we, away we go. So I love this. I love you guys coming on. Jerem, thank you for posting that. Cause I think this is a good opportunity for a lot of people who maybe maybe didn't know what to do with their property, didn't know where to go, didn't know how to maximize an investment or, hey, like you said, maybe we need, maybe we need to you know, have mom live out and you know, live with us or another family member or whatever it may be. Um, just open up so many opportunities. Is there anything well, we're missing? One more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, just as far as the opportunity, this is the part that I get really excited about. Um, if you were able to get one of these things, you know, and like I said, the idea being it's financed, it cash flows, it's putting money in your pocket. I can't tell you how many people in the real estate game that I know that started house hacking. They rented out a basement. They did something like that. And then they're just smart with their money for a couple of years. They saved it up. And because of the additional value and because of the money they had saved, they, they bought another house and they rented it out. It does not take very many rentals to retire you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a landlord. You know, you don't have to be a professional real estate person. Just pick up a few houses, work your regular job, enjoy what you do. And by the time you're ready to retire, you got four or five houses and you just don't have to worry about the income at that point. And to me, that's one of those key pieces that if you knew you were set up at the end and you didn't have to stress about where that money's coming from, man, the peace of mind that comes with that, you know, that, that is a piece of real wealth that it just, you can't talk about, you can't talk enough about how valuable that is. And that's, that really gets me excited getting people started on that journey. Yeah. I, I love that you brought that up. I mean, one of the reasons I started this podcast that I mentioned in the very first episode was I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good information out there and a lot of really good podcasts and I listen to them and they're, they're super good information, but a lot of the investors on there, although very experienced, they're talking about the 30, 60, 100, 300 doors that they have. And I think that that's, that's very, that's very intimidating for someone trying to figure out how to buy their first property. And, and as I have gone through my own investment journey, maybe this is your experience as well. I have found that it's, it's not the number of doors that I'm chasing. In fact, I've talked to a number of investors who they were chasing a certain number of doors. And then they realized like, it doesn't matter. It matters if I, how many do I, how many quality doors do I need to really make it so that I can live the life I want to live or have the security that I want to have. And if that's five doors or eight doors or, or two doors, whatever it may be, two really good properties, five really good properties rather than. 30 properties that I'm stressed over and trying to manage and fix. And it, you know, it's one, one job after another. Um, I think you're exactly right. It's, it's, 
quality properties that ultimately let you live the way you want to live. So I, I appreciate bringing that up. The other um, thought I had there with two was, um, again, this was back to my, my interview with, with Tyler Huxford a couple episodes ago, where he turned a back shed area into a studio ADU. Um, that was much cheaper to essentially add a door, quote unquote, by doing that than it was buying another property. And that's, I see this as sort of the same thing. It's even at $100,000, where are you going to buy a property, especially in Salt Lake, but pretty much anywhere, yeah. where are you yeah. going to buy a property for $100,000 that you can turn turn a cash flow on or turn a positive cash flow on? Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, unless you're doing something like this. So, yeah. so I mean, what, can you can you tell us who the lender is? Would they, would they mind if, if we mentioned who they were? Obviously, we'll put them in the show notes, but can you tell us who they are? Sure. Yeah, we use Debbie Hart. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of her company. I think it's like Utah Home Mortgage okay. is the name of the company. Yeah. 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 But they, we've been working with them and they put together three or four different loan options, just depending on what your specific needs are and how much value you have in the house and, and things like that. So, okay. so they'll be able to find just the right fit. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll make sure we get that information and we'll do that in the show notes for anybody listening. So you can, you can look that up. Um, is this, is this a, uh, you guys are local here. Do you go outside of the Salt Lake, Greater Salt Lake area? I mean, how far will you go to to build one of these things for somebody? That's a great question. Yeah, most of our leads come from Utah and Salt Lake County, um, but I have explored some down in Santa Quin and up towards Layton, and nobody's pulled the trigger in those areas yet. But I don't know that I would be opposed to that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just just come to us and we'll see what we can do. Do you have? I mean, it, let's say someone listening outside of the Salt Lake area wants wanted to do something like this. Do you have? contacts or a way to, I don't even know, let's pick a location. Let's pick, um, let's, let's pick St. George and St. George, the whole different beast as far as regulations go, but just for the sake of argument, let's say St. George, I mean, is there a way, is there a way someone outside of our local market could, could, could do this or that you could point them in the right direction to be able to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We could help them do that. Um, it's really just, we have local crew. Um, the shell itself is, is actually manufactured out of a Utah company mm -hmm. and they deliver it wherever they need to deliver it. And, um, and I think they even have a location in Southern Utah. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, we would just send a crew. So yeah, we could help them out with that. Perfect. I didn't ask you, I, I should have earlier. What's the timeline of this thing? Someone meets with you. Yes, we get the permit permit process can take various lengths of time, depending on the city. But once we, once everything's in place, like what's the build time to, Hey, we're done and we're ready to move in some furniture. Six to eight weeks, something like yeah, that yeah. kind of depends on. Should be under three months, barring yeah. surprises. <laughs> so it's really the permitting process. That's a, that's a beast. So we're, we're sitting on August 10th. So if you're listening to this and it's August 10th and whenever you may listen to it, but we're, we're recording on August 10th. If you're thinking to yourself, man, like my goal this year really is to buy, really was to buy a rental property or something to that, of that nature. And, oh my gosh, rates or, you know, prices, you know, payment, whatever, whatever the, whatever the reason is you haven't triggered or, you know, pulled that trigger yet. Um, you could, you could have a property by the end of the year. Um, yeah. something like this, I mean, you six to eight weeks from the build time, add a couple of little bit of time for permits and, you know, make sure the financing is good and, and in place. You could, you could do that by the end of the year. So if that's your goal, uh, let's, let's chat, um, either with me or with, with build to rent. What's the best way for them to, to reach out to you directly? Um, we do have a website. It's still in progress. Um, you know, we're builders, not web builders. <laughs> I'm a web master myself. I totally get it. <laughs> uh, 
So it's build to rent with the number two there and then dash utah.com. Utah spelled out? Uh-huh. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, and that's, they can contact you through there. And what's yeah. that, what does that initial process look like? A phone call with, with them? You come out to the property and measure or what, what, how does that yeah. look? Yeah. yeah. Phone call. We come and take a look around and we can give you an initial idea of what we'd be looking at. You can tell us what you're after. And then after that, um, you know, if, if you want to move forward, we can look a little, dive in a little more to, to permitting and, and utilities. Perfect. I love this. Um, if you're listening to this and you're, you've had any thoughts about how to add income to your property, um, definitely go to build to build to rent utah.com and reach out to Jeremy and Debbie and they will have information for you. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this has been super helpful for people trying to build wealth real estate. You guys have done it. I need to look at it. I've got a property I've been looking at that this might make sense for. Uh, so I appreciate you guys. If this episode has been helpful for you or you know someone who might benefit from it, please share with them. We'd love your reviews as well. Um, we're building this thing all together and uh, appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on House Money. I'm Rich and Jones, your wealth creating realtor, and we will see you next time.